Welcome to Productivity on Purpose, episode 54, five important things to stop doing right now. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my friend, Mirthi Parikh here. Welcome back to Productivity on Purpose. I am so excited to help you go from overwhelmed and overloaded to totally in control. All right, you guys, you know I get crazy pumped for awesome women to take control of their time, for you to take control of your habits so you live happier and you're more productive and you have a more rewarding life like every dang day. So that said, in order to create this feeling of success and joy and like, oh my gosh, I actually got some meaningful work done today to shift your habits and make progress every day towards your goals, you need to stop doing certain things like pronto, aura, right now. If there's any part of you that hopes for better results, better attention, and quite simply a better life, then I hope you commit to stop taking part in the five common ways that we give up power. And that's what I'm going to go through today. Have you heard of some of them before? Yes, you have. Are you doing all of them? No, you're not. Chances are you're not. So don't take this lightly. You know, at the end, I'm going to leave you with a challenge to pick one at least, if not more, so you can get going on this awesome sauce right away. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Number one, stop the notifications. Now, listen, listen to me if you feel like I don't have a lot of notifications. There are some sneaky ways that they're in there, and I'm going to tell you about it with something that happened with my client. Okay, but first, let's back up here and just say it is time. It is time to turn off the notifications, all of them. They are stripping you of focus and clarity, and not to mention draining you of energy. Okay, you are an adult, Miss Lady. It is in your control to stop this behavior now. Do not fool yourself into thinking you'll leave your email notifications on or your Facebook notifications on or your Instagram notifications on or your CNN notifications or your you know, check-in to your workout notifications or anything else and you're not going to look at them. You will look at them because you're a human being, okay? You don't believe you're not gonna look at them. No one believes that, not even you. The easiest thing to do is not have the distractions in the first place. To think that you're going to rely on your willpower and not look or respond or react is totally not gonna happen, okay? So here's the thing. Even if you are totally focused, you're in flow, you're doing all your stuff, if you hear that beep, ring, ding, buzz, you have something happening, whether it's a notification going across your screen on your laptop, on your desktop, on your iPad, on your phone, you're going to look. So turn it off, okay? It is only going to help you. 
If this sounds totally scary, you're like, I might just have a panic attack, then start with like the easy, the low-hanging fruit. Make sure that email for sure goes off. Because here's the deal. You're still going to check your email like 12 times, maybe like 18,000 times over the day. It's not like it's going to go away just because you turned off notifications, but you don't need to be distracted every two seconds. Turn off the social media. Okay, these are the easy, low-hanging fruit. You're still going to check your social media later in the day, maybe at night when you're home or on the car ride or in between, you know, when you want to waste time in between, fine, but you're not going to be looking at it every second that it's coming through. Okay, so I mentioned something about a client and um, she did this and uh, here's the thing, she did it and said immediately, immediately, and here's how much you're going to feel this. This is, if you're into instant gratification, like those messages, you're going to like this instant gratification. You're going to immediately feel the difference. You're going to feel lighter, more focused, have more clarity. Okay. So she did it. She kind of turned it off on her iPad and her phone and her laptop, which by the way, just go, if you're on your phone, just go to the settings in your phone, go to your laptop, turn off those, those focus suckers. Okay. Turn them off. Um, but then when we got together, she was like, but I'm still getting distracted all the time by my watch. She had the Apple Watch, and that was the one device we didn't think about when we were we were coaching together, when we were talking about it, and that was just equally distracting. Of course, it's like right on your wrist and buzzing every minute. So she just left maybe one that was like the super important, like there's an emergency that, you know, basically she... Um, overseas and most of a company. And there's like, you know, the, the person just below her that knows only to text if it's emergency, she left that on and everything else was was turned off. And that made all the difference. So just remember, there are some sneaky ways we're not even thinking about. It's not just your laptop. Okay. There's all those devices. So simply said, stop the notifications. Number two, if you're getting serious about making progress every day and not giving up your power, then stop starting and not finishing. You know how you can be busy all day long and still feel like you got nothing done, right? It's so frustrating. It's so irritating because you start, you stop, you start, you stop, you start, you stop, you stop, you start, you know, you start these little things and you get distracted and you go to something else, you go to something else. And it is not only completely frustrating, but it makes you feel like I got nothing done all day. You're not making enough progress um, to you know, to feel like anything is even happening. And then that, of course, is really demotivating for the next day, makes you feel less than, self-sabotaging thoughts, all the bad things start to happen. So I know that you cannot finish every project that you start on the same day. I get that. But what you want to do is pick a step that you are going to finish, Okay, and so when you're when I say you're starting and stopping, you're starting and stopping a certain amount, like a next step, a one action, so that that gives you closure to that particular step. Okay, so for example, if I was going to write, okay, this podcast, let's keep, let's keep it real here, I'll keep it relevant. Um, I had to do this podcast, so my goal isn't I'm going to write it, like outline it, think about it, record it, edit it all on the same day, not going to happen. But my step for that day that I'm going to start working on this podcast might be, you know, write the outline, think of the ideas, get my thoughts together, write the outline. And so when I start that, I want to finish it. And I can because it's broken down into a smaller step. So that means at the end of the day, 
when I look around and see my overflowing email or my cluttered desk, instead of feeling like I haven't completed a thing, I know that I have really completed something because I took action, I started something, and I finished it to the point where I made that commitment to finish it. Okay, so stop starting and not finishing. Now, on the same note, there are things that are much smaller that you want to see through the entire way. So for example, if you respond to an email, take the next few seconds, it's all it takes to drag it into a folder or to tag it with a label, and then that way that task is complete, right? We started it and we finished it. We opened the email, you responded to the email, don't just let it sit there, finish it off in that last couple of sentences. Another example, when you fill out a form or you print out a document, take the extra 30 seconds to grab a manila folder, write the name on it, right? Or, or, or create a folder on your computer, create the folder, put the document or the project in it, or file the paper away. It's an extra 30 to 60 seconds. Those little, little things that you leave, you don't complete the project, right? You don't complete the task. Those are the things that add up. And then you, of course, you know, it's complete and utter overwhelm at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, when it's so piled up and you can't even like see the forest of the trees. It's like, I, I don't even know what to do. I'm so paralyzed at this point because we're not finishing what we're starting. So yes, even that half minute, my sweet friend, is the difference between clutter pile up and feeling really accomplished every day. Okay, let's move on to the third thing that we want to stop doing, okay? Stop doing this. Stop this bad habit when you have a few minutes. Here it is. When you have, let's say you have 20 minutes in between meetings, what do you do? You check your email. Am I right? We grab the phone or we get on the laptop and we start checking the email. Or your 130 appointment canceled last minute, so what do you do? You fall into your email. I know it. I know it. I know it, right? You have three high-priority projects due next week, but you see this white space all of a sudden on your calendar, or you you know something gets canceled, and now it looks, feels like it's empty time or free time. So what do you do? You know the answer. We jump into email. We get sucked into email. So the third thing to stop doing is to stop falling into email when you have a few minutes. I'm not saying don't ever check your email. I'm not saying... You know, don't make time for your email, don't respond to your email, but don't use those small bits of time only for email. There are so many other high priority tasks, actions, to do's that you can be doing during that time that it is going to give, again, make you so much more accomplished and keep you progressing on things that matter most. So every time you don't have something scheduled does not give you permission to dive into email. All right? I'm telling you right now, no permission, Nah, no bueno. Things will be just fine. In fact, a lot better if you get your head out of email quicksand and instead focus your attention on the other 729 tasks that you need to get done, my sweetie. Instead, schedule specific times that you will check and respond to email, like 20 minutes after each hour of real other work. That way, you know you'll be checking your email soon enough You don't need to check it every 47 seconds, and you don't need to check it when you have that small lapse of time in between meetings, in between phone calls. You know, you don't need to be sitting in there letting it just suck, sucking your energy and brain cells out of you. So when you're not in your scheduled email time, just close the tab. Woman, just close the tab, just like that. Take your sweet little cursor, click that X on your email tab, and lose the temptation to jump back in. Remember, you are an adult. You can do this. You have done much harder things in life. Certainly, we can do this. 
Okay, let's move on to number four. The four thing that you want to stop doing right away to shift your habits, make progress every day towards your goal, and just feel a lot better. This is really gonna help you in terms of your attention and your focus and your clarity. And I think that of all of them, this is the most undervalued thing that we wanna stop we wanna stop doing and you wanna start doing something else in its place. And what that is, is to stop being still. Okay, if you're sitting at your desk for hours and hours every day, you're there for four hours, eight hours, you're priding yourself on being super productive, think again, my sweet friend. Now, at this point, you might be working at home, so maybe you are getting up a little more, but chances are it's more to like throw in something in the dishwasher or to change the laundry or to like, you know, go yell at your kids or walk the dog or or maybe just let the dog out of the house, I think. But other than that, you're still sort of very sedentary and you're just sitting and you're sitting and you're sitting because we got to get stuff done. So here's the deal. Your brain and your body needs a break from a physical level, from a mental level, from an emotional level, from a very cognitive level. If you're not moving for hours or even two hours or even an hour and a half, I guarantee you are, so many things are happening. Okay, number one, and this is where I think it's really undervalued, beyond the physical stuff, which I'm gonna get into in a second, I guarantee you're finding ample ways to waste your time or simply not to work as efficiently as you can. And the reason is because we're like actually not physically moving our bodies, your brain starts getting tired, you're, something might feel monotonous, you sort of just need that mental break. And instead of actually physically getting up, because that's what really helps you take a mental break, you'll fall into things that are not necessary that again are going to get you back into, let me just check my email, let me sit in there all day, simply because you didn't get your butt off the chair and walked around. Or sat or for like got up, walked around and like touched your toes and stretched and did a couple yoga poses. I know this, it sounds like, okay, no, I should be doing this, but I don't do it. But what's the big deal? Yeah, I should, I should. I'm telling you this little shift and actually having physical movement, it like, it basically sends a signal to your brain, like your, then the, like a brain cells that like kind of synapses, it hits it and it like gets it out of the state that it's in, the current physical state that you're in. And when you change that physical state, you start changing your mental and emotional state. So if you are feeling like I'm just, I, I'm, I'm kind of sick of doing whatever it is I'm doing some focus on, or I'm totally unfocused. I'm like untethered. I'm doing a hundred things. Chances are you getting up and just walking around for like 90 seconds, right? Go fill up your water bottle, get water, get hydrate. It just sounds stupid, but get do some jumping jacks or like, I just like to stretch my, I just like to touch my toes and like stay there for 10 seconds and then stretch my arms up over my head and stretch them back, like behind my back, like, you know, like put my fingers together behind my back and really stretch out. Like when you do that, that activity is going to re-energize you and re-engage you either in the task at hand, or it's going to give you this sudden like moment of clarity or, uh, you know, like an idea, it's like an idea generation kind of tool. Like you'll get some more creativity there. Like, so these types of breaks are going to help you clear your mind. It will invite creativity and it's simply going to make you happier. So if you want to get going on your goals, if you want to make progress, if you actually want to be more efficient than just, just plowing through all day, stop sitting still. 
All right. So this brings us to the final thing that we want to stop doing that's really holding you back from being in control of your day. It's keeping you, this is keep one is keeping you in total scattered mode all day long and it's wasting time. It's inefficient. It's, it's robbing you of energy and focus. Yeah, this is a big one. Okay. So the thing you want to stop doing is stop thinking you'll remember. Every now and then something falls through the cracks, right? Sometimes it's non-consequential, like forgetting to pick up the batteries while you were at the store. But sometimes it's totally embarrassing, like you're showing up to an event without your tickets, or you uh, bring one copy of a presentation to a meeting instead of the three that your supervisor asked you to bring for the clients, or you literally just forget a meeting that was you know, you remembered it earlier in the morning, but when the time came, you were working on something, you were running errands, you were doing your email, and you just literally forgot. And it made you look really freaking bad, right? Because that's never looking good, whether it's a client or a colleague or family member, whoever, not good, no bueno. So no matter what, it is super frustrating when you forget to do something, add it, make it, buy it, dispose it, attach it, create it, or simply think about something you knew you were supposed to do, but it didn't get done. So here's the thing you want to stop doing is stop relying on your memory. Your memory is limited. You're storing a lot in your brain. And even if it's not full, why would you stuff it to overcapacity? Why would you do that to yourself? Right? We want to get out as much as possible out of our heads and onto paper or a digital source, you know, or physical, you want to get it out. I don't care how you get it out, you get it out of your head. So the habit that you want to start is to get into the habit of releasing all your thoughts so you leave room in your brain for fun thinking, for creativity, for clarity. Like maybe, oh, I can think about what would be the best vacation later this year, or where can I, you know, learn more about that hobby or calligraphy that I wanted to take up. Yeah, it's fun stuff, but also like, wait, what's that marketing idea I was really, I think it'll really help me. It clears your room for like bigger picture thinking for things you really need to do because literally your brain is only a certain space, right? And so if you think of it like a box and You can shove it, shove it, shove it, shove it, shove it. But when it's full, there's no more room for the new, fresh perspective, ideas, and brainstorming, creativity, strategy, planning, and just downtime that gives you all that gift all the time. You want to leave space for exploration and planning and creativity rather than these mundane thoughts that can easily go on paper, right? Like, what do I have to bring to that meeting? When, what do I have to pick up when I'm at the store? Uh, How many copies of that did I need? What time is that meeting? How will I set the reminder, right? All those things that you think you're going to remember, don't do that anymore. You're not going to remember. And you might remember 95% of it, but that 5% or that 2% or that 1% that falls through the cracks, that is going to madden you. You It can can potentially have really bad consequences, just make you look like not on top of your shizzle, which is not how you want to perform or show up, right? It is not the leader that you know you are and not what you know you're capable of. So there you have it, my love. Five things you should stop doing right now so you can get and stay focused. You achieve your personal goals, you achieve your professional goals, and you squash overwhelm in the process. Can I hear an amen? 
Okay, my love, you know what I'm going to say right now. You know this, right? Every week I leave you with a challenge so that you make your time here totally worth it. And I want you to just try this in the next 24 hours so you build on this momentum, you build on the inspiration that hopefully you're walking away with right now. So which one of those five will you commit to stop doing right now, right? Which one are you going to stop? I'm going to give you a quick recap here. I'm going to stop the notifications, stop starting and not finishing, stop jumping into your email when you have a few minutes or a canceled meeting, stop sitting still or being still and stop thinking you'll remember. All right, you know I'd love to hear from you. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast and let me know what you did or you can find me over on the Insta or on Facebook. But I'd love to cheer you on and be there with you, guiding you all along the way. And friendly reminder to please subscribe to this podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, pass it on to a friend. Let them get in on this awesomeness. The more that share, the more I can reach amazing women around the world like you and Also, um, why wouldn't you just share something really fun with your besties? Because I know I would. And if you're feeling extra generous today, please leave me a review because that, again, really helps me get seen. All right, my loves, that wraps it up for today. As always, I thank you for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy. Know that I'm sending them right back your way. Oh, and last thing, come on over if you haven't already gotten your hands on some awesome resources. Like if if you're missing out on these and getting on my email list where... I share so many more tips and fun like stories and really engaging content. You do, you got to get over there right now. Come on over to Life is Organized forward slash resources. Get your get your uh, pick of resources about over how to stop overwhelm, how to stop feeling distracted, how to stop procrastinating, or get them all and um, come join me there. All right, so that's uh, lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. I'll link it below. I'm Ruthie Parikh. Here's to getting more of the right things done. Please, please stay safe, healthy, warm, uh, love and support one another. And I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.